morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Harford County Public Library, and I'm here with Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today, we'll be speaking with Sherry Cook Woosley, author of Walking Through Fire. Good morning, Mr. Mumby. Good morning, ladies. We can't wait to talk about this. I know. And we have a song, Walk Through Fire, we're going to play also. <laughs> we're very thematic here. I uh, love that. Edge. And our first theme is what annoys us about our fellow human beings. Acknowledging that we are not perfect. The first thing, you're at a Dunkin' Donuts. You're at the drive-thru. This is a new one. Yes. The person in front of you is done. And they, they get situated in the car. Yeah, they put their <laughs> sugar in their coffee while you're waiting to get just your one coffee. Is that passive aggressive or is that ignorance or is that I'm just not they sure don't care? what it is, but it happened to me the other day. A lady was passing out everything to everyone in the back. And I'm like, there's 10 spots over there. Just pull over and do that. Because I'm always in a hurry, no matter how try hard I try. So It's just simple, though, right? It is. I could, we were at the airport two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you're in the snaking line mm -hmm. in security, and there's like 50 people in front of you. Mm -hmm. And the person in front of you moves up 18 inches. Like the person in hot, behind you is like breathing down your <laughs> neck, so you move your 18 commensurate <laughs> 18 inches. I don't do it. I stand my ground. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Do your shoulders get broader? <laughs> <laughs> and then I take the really wide angle turn. So. <laughs> oh my God. That's totally true. Um, totally true. Okay. And Children's Wish Fund. Don't give them any money. I was like. And the Fireman's Burn Fund. Anybody who calls you on the phone for money. Do not give it to them because probably 80 to 90% is going to the company doing the dialing. Mm -hmm. um, and most of these charities, all, their only expenses are the salaries of the people. None of the money goes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's just, it's awful. Give it to Hopkins. Give it to the library. Local. Give it to Boys and mm -hmm. Girls Club. Give it to Shar Hope Foundation. Give it to United Way, Harford Family House. Etc. Etc. It's really a disgrace. Okay, we done. No, one more thing. <laughs> I knew that was too short. There's a guy on the radio. He talks like a slickster. Yeah. Selling mortgages. Okay. And he said, "You'll pay no closing costs, not a dime. It's the biggest no-brainer in the history of mankind. You don't pay closing costs, but you pay an extra three-eighths of a percent in interest rate." Which over the life True. is three grand right. of a normal the mortgage. closing cost. That shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't be. Okay, I'm done. It shouldn't be. What do you think, Chance? Oh, you Are awake, awake yet? Wake <laughs> up. We have uh, Sherry's son, Chance, is off school today. And if I was him, I'd be still asleep. But... <laughs> so, if you were you, you'd be still asleep. Yes. So, Chance, maybe it's Saturday that you're listening to the, to, to the replay. Now you have to say hi to the girls because they'll feel left They're out. They're all in school, but hello, girls. It is Saturday for you. Okay. Now we're we're done. You have any gripes, Sherry? Do I have any gripes? Uh, okay, I have a gripe, which is no one in my house knows how to turn off lights. 
Oh, like when I go to bed at night, I walk around, I turn off the lights, and yet somehow when I come down in the morning, there's a stray light on somewhere in my house. Yes. Just write that check to BG&E. And yet no one ever admits to doing it. Do you give them allowances? Yes. You should, if the electric bill goes up, you should take a tiny bit out of their allowances. From each one? Yeah. Like, how is that fair? I don't know who did it. Well, self-policing. They'll get together. They'll get together. Okay. They'll rat each other out. And if (laughs) if it goes down... And then they get a little extra. They get a little extra. Okay. Are you All listening, right. guys? My father used to call it. What, what do you have? Stock in uh, the electric company? Yeah. Totally. That's like one of the tweets was a, a guy tweeted. My father was in a coma, uh, and the doctor said he's he's not going to come out of it. And I said, I have an idea. I went over to the thermostat and turned it up three degrees, and all of a sudden my father opened one eye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Now, oh. Leslie, you never. Oh, yeah, you do occasionally a gripe, but not like mine. Not I try incessant carping like me. <laughs> but I'm a. I like the new ones. Now, you had a good one last week. Someone paid for your coffee. Yes. At Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Well, actually, Dunkin' Donuts did because I was in line. Oh, that's right. And I gave my order, and I said, "Oh, cancel that. I don't have my wallet." He goes, "No, that's all right." So they gave it to me, and a week later, I paid them, and they were very surprised that I did so. That's a complaint in and of itself that they were surprised. <laughs> I like how it goes full circle, full circle. I have no complaints today. Good for you. I have no complaints today. I'm glad it's Friday. It's been a long week. Okay. Good but long. Okay, let's have uh, Sherry uh, and I hit it out of the park with trivia. Okay, we have some trivia questions. <laughs> you two are on a team together. Okay. All right. Now, people t- say I pronounce things like, like a furry boat and Sherry wrong. Is it Sherry? You're Sherry? It fine. Is Sherry it's all right? Fine. Okay. Yeah. okay. Say my name. Leslie. Yeah, I'm Leslie. Leslie. Is it Cool Whip or Cool Whip? <laughs> tomato or tomato. <laughs> so guy. I answer to anything that starts with an L because I have three sisters and they all start with an L. So. Okay. And when my mother was angry with us, she went through the whole L, every L name, even that were not uh, our names. <laughs> all right. Okay. Everybody put your thinking caps on. What Canadian province separates Alaska from the continental United States? Is that where Vancouver is? Is that mm-hmm. a province? Yeah, well, um, yes, yes, British Columbia. Correct. Correct. We teamed up on that one. I know. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Debuting in September 1966. Man for All Seasons. No, but that's a Lawrence good Olivier. <laughs> I started guessing okay. things. He did last week and he nailed it. It was Thomas Edison because I said Menlo Park. He goes, Thomas Edison. I tried to get rid of all those easy Debuting questions. in 66. Okay. The Astrodome. What Chevrolet pony car was designed to be a competing model to the Ford Mustang? Oh, Chevy. Um, not Camaro, is it? Yes, Camaro. Uh, oh, Camaro. you saved our team on that one. I had okay. no idea. I was going to think... Uh, Chevelle, but that's oh. right. a lot of my friends had them. And they All spent right. Way too much time working on them. The, don't they have new Camaros now? Didn't they reissue yes. it? I think there was one in front of me on my way here. All right. Any Big Bang, uh, Big Bang Theory fans yes. today? Okay. You may get this one. Do you watch that, Bob? Occasionally. Okay. 
Mayim Balik, a real-life Ph.D. in neuroscience, was cast as what character in the TV sitcom The Big Bang Theory? Um, she but, married Sheldon. That's Amy? Amy? Is her name Amy? Yeah. Yes. Amy? Amy Farrah Fowler. Oh, okay. Good job, guys. And wasn't she in her own show about 20 years ago? Blossom? Well, no, that's that somebody one, else, but she oh. also has an advanced degree. Get your phone oh. out. <laughs> my phone is not here. See, I had to go get my phone. Okay. All right. Yes, she was. But go ahead. What children's song about aquatic animals was streamed so much in 2019 it hit the Billboard Hot 100? Papa okay. Shark, right? No. Close. Well, Sherry had the jazz hands going. I know. She I was so excited. I was not just like... Papa Shark. It's... Baby Shark? Baby Shark is the name of the song. I, yes. I, it's but one of those memes I'm aware of. And then, like, you got the, the grandma oh, shark. Oh, yeah. Don't anybody the... sing the verse because it will be an earworm in your head for days. This is something that I, everybody talks about, but I've never heard it. Oh, Bob Mumby. I think, I, I swear. It's well, not... I'm not going to sing it because it seriously will stay in your head forever. Or maybe I will. <laughs> well, we'll find it. We will. All right, in 1952, the United States Air Force... Blossom. Who said Blossom? I said that. That's Maxine Bialik. Really? Mm-hmm. Good job. I'm sorry, I interrupted That's okay. <laughs> I can go back to bonus question points. three. That is bonus points. So you guys can get this one wrong. In 1952, the United States Air Force created Project Blue Book to study what? Think of what's happening this weekend if you've been watching the oh, news. Oh, Roswell, the uh, the mm -hmm. UFOs. Yes, correct. Interesting. My twins were talking about it at the bus stop this morning. See, look at you, Mom. And there wasn't, wasn't there something like recently, like it's Air going Force on pilots? Today. Yes, they Some said there was something. They, yeah, uh -huh. I didn't really follow it, but that they which have would, seen them. Which would be really big. Mm -hmm. But there Mary, has to be. Mary has always believed that there is. Mary, our library CEO. But there is a huge festival happening today, this weekend at Roswell. Um, uh, Area 51 is right. supposedly yeah. where all these are. And it started some guy was playing video games and he posted it on Facebook that everybody should go and now it's turned into this. Well, they say there's 10 million Earths out there that have the same atmosphere composition and the same potential building blocks of life. I believe it. And that's assuming the only the, the systems we know. There could mm -hmm. be other building blocks of life. Absolutely. I believe it. All right. Parachutes, released in 2000, was the debut album of which, of what British rock band? Um, Coldplay. Coldplay. Yay! <laughs> I love that. Like Chris Martin? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 There is a great documentary about old folks of an old folks choir and the culmination of it is a beautiful rendition of Fix You Aww. by one of the guys. It's called Young at Heart. You should watch it. Young at Heart. I'm going to post that. Alright. A modulator demodulator is a hardware device better known as what? A modem. Correct, Bob Mumby. You know what um, FM and AM stand for? No, I used to when I was little. But The radio waves that mm -hmm. they send out. Mm -hmm. With AM, it's amplitude modulation. Okay. 
and FM is frequency modulation. Okay. I did not know that. I know. Well, was... I could have made it up. You could have. <laughs> and I'm sure you did. What does SCUBA stand for? You know this. The U stands for underwater. Mm -hmm. Very <laughs> Breathing good. apparatus. Very good. Yeah. But I don't know what self -contained. the... Self-contained. Self-contained. Well, I got the UBA. <laughs> you know what SNAFU stands for? No. Situation normal all fouled up. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. But for the library show, it's fouled. When I was eight, my father told me fouled. <laughs> Your dad yeah. has come up twice today. That's right. All right. The Barbie doll was launched in 1959 by which American toy company? Mattel. Yes, Mattel. correct. Okay. Are we undefeated? You are undefeated. I'm impressed. You guys are going to have to take this on the road. We're a good team. You are. Okay. The longest river in Europe, the Volga River, empties into which body of water? It's the, got to say the Black Sea. It's a sea, but it's not the Black Sea. Caspian? Yes. Oh, Caspian. Caspian. Okay. Uh, okay. I always get the Caspian and the Black Sea mm -hmm. and stuff. Actually, yeah. Now, if you ask him what his wife's name is, he won't yes. remember, but he knows it's the Caspian, Caspian Sea. <laughs> Mary, you're not going to believe I have no short-term memory. <laughs> All right. This is the last one. This is my brother-in-law's favorite movie. What 1968 American action thriller film starring Steve McQueen featured a car chase scene through the streets of San Francisco? I saw it in the movies. Bullet. Yep. But in a Mustang. <laughs> we started and ended with that. Good job, Very guys. Nice. I'm quite impressed. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yes. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay. We have a little bit today in history, but there wasn't much. <laughs> it's kind of a boring day down the line. Um, 1969, Sugar Sugar was released. Okay. You know that song? You youngsters. The Archies. It was a virtual band. That's really it. What else? <laughs> Sophia Loren is, is how old today? She, oh, wow. 87? 85. Okay. Bill Sorry, Murray is how Sophia. old today? Bill Murray, 71. 68. Okay. Very good. And um, Faith Hill. Faith Hill is 55. 51. Okay. Those are all really close. <laughs> I was in th within yeah. the three-year margin. And Jacob Grimm. You know who he was? I do not. One of the Grimm brothers. Okay. The fairy tales. Oh. Passed away yeah. today, 156 years ago. Oh my gosh. And what? do you know what country gave women the first right to vote? You're not going to believe it. What country? This date in, uh, in 1893. Wasn't in Europe? Wasn't Australia in... is my guess. Very close. New Zealand. Oh, good job. We're going to have to have you back on the show. <laughs> Part of the team. Excellent. Yes. Um, Carrie and I are going to go do the bar circuit. The I'm telling you what. Yeah. Bar circuit. I have a lot of ladies in my in my fitness classes who do trivia night. Oh, wow. They You'll have to it. tell yeah. them how good you did today. <laughs> I will. Oh, you will. You'll be proud of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, news. We're going to do a tiny bit of news. Um the Kerwin Commission. Uh, are you f uh, familiar with the Kerwin Commission? It is a commission, a state commission that's studying uh, how to improve edu public education. And 
what they've come up with is a lot of proposals are going to end up costing three point eight mm-hmm. billion dollars a year for the twenty four jurisdictions in Maryland to twelve person commission. And they voted yesterday to have all their deliberations in closed session. Really? Because they said the public would only get confused by all the different uh, things that they're trying to figure out. I'd love to be talked down to like that. It was an eight to four vote. Our county executive who's on the commission voted no. Okay. Voted that Good it should job. be open to the public when you're spending a lot of money. And, and the money has to come from somewhere to and, pay that. And... <clears throat> It's been proven that just more money doesn't work. It's wise money. It's right, definitely. Mm-hmm. Getting administrators out of teachers' way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sherry can talk to that because she comes from a family. I of do teachers. come from a family of teachers, and I just right. really think that you know that having that figure in the classroom, they have to be empowered. Our teachers have to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And and I see it with my kids. My kids are twenty eight and twenty five now, and I. A lot of their teachers, when they were coming up or retiring, and we know them. And my son, was, who's a genius, but was the absent-minded professor, uh, so, so many of his third-grade teachers, fifth-grade teacher, uh, they didn't let him get away with anything, but at the same time, they understood him, mm-hmm. and they were able to keep him in line without crushing his spirit, and... You can't do that with 35 kids in the class. You can't do that with all these check boxes that have to be checked. You can't do that when you have schools that are just, they're just trying to make it these teachers automatons who can't get the schools in trouble. And as a result, mm-hmm. um, they're not empowered. And they're not, they're not even given the confidence that they'll be backed up right. if they do something to engage the kids that they think is right, so... We have a big challenge ahead of us, well, but it shouldn't be done in the dark. Mm-hmm. Kerwin Commission. Well, with September, you know, it's been back to school night, and mm-hmm. I've just got to say that I'm just so impressed by the teachers here. That you know, the way they stay after mm-hmm. school, the way they are prepared, the way they are, you know, just so dedicated to mm-hmm. our students. And that was in North Hartford Middle School. Mm-hmm. That was at North Hartford High School. That was at John Carroll. Because I've got kids going all different places. Of course you do. But right. the the common theme <clears throat> is these teachers are working so hard. Oh, and I will mm-hmm. shout out uh, Donna Savaki, uh, Ms. Gazach, Jackie Leach. Uh, I told Jackie Leach she's re tire now mm-hmm. she was our daughter son and daughter's second grade teacher and our daughter came came home from first day of second grade and i told jackie this just a few weeks ago oh my gosh i said how was your first day she goes i had some, i had the butterflies but then i saw mrs leach's smiling face and i felt fine <laughs> see it's something that little you know which is big and mm-hmm. she knew this, but the smiling face was someone who's there, who's mm-hmm. strong, but cared about her, compassionate, yep. uh, et cetera. Yep, so she felt safe. Mrs. Leach cried for about two minutes oh. when I told her. <laughs> so everybody knows, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be crying a lot. <laughs> all righty. That's all the news will do. All right. Everything well, else in the news is annoying. <laughs> well, then... I think we should take a little break, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Sherry Cook-Woosley, author of Walking Through Fire. 
with the Hartford County Public Library's 9th Annual Comic Con on Saturday, September 28th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Bel Air Library hosts this free day of X that feature virtual reality, photo ops, board games, Dungeons and Dragons, crafts, trivia, a costume contest, and much more. Stop by to hear Sherry Cook Woolsey, a Hartford County resident, discuss her debut fantasy novel, Walking Through Fire, from 11 a.m. to noon. Go to hcplonline.org for more information. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith with the Hartford County Public Library, and I'm here with Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted today to have Sherry Cook-Woosley, author of Walking Through Fire, in the studio with us. Sherry has an MA in Language and Literature with a focus on comparative mythology from the University of Maryland. Her short fiction has been published in Pantheon Magazine, Abyss and Apex magazine, and Flash Fiction magazine. Her story, Very Happy and Very Productive, was a winner in the Baltimore Science Fiction Society's annual contest. Walking Through Fire is her debut novel and combines her experience of being a parent of a child with cancer with Sumerian mythology. It's been long listed for both the Book Nest Debut Novel Award and Baltimore's Best 2019 in the novel category. Sherry lives, writes, and teaches yoga right here in Harford County. Welcome, Sherry, and thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Sherry, <clears throat> congratulations, by the way, on the success of the book. Thank you. As um, some of the re We'll go through some mm. of the reviews, but one was uh, The Stand Meets American Gods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we'll take that. So how'd you get here? Okay, so you mean kind of like the origin story of the book? The origin story of Sherry. Of How'd Sherry. You get to Harford County? And the book. So, um, in a lot of ways, I'm from Harford County. My my mom worked on post. Okay. And I actually graduated from Aberdeen High School. Okay. Yeah, so we moved around when I was little, but then this is where we kind of settled. And then um, for undergraduate, I went to UMBC. Okay. I took a year off and taught English in Prague, Czech Republic. And then I came back and um, took a year to work in the real world. Oh, sure. Hated it. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. It was not for me. And so then I, um, 
I went to teaching. I was actually teaching at Catonsville Alternative. Okay. And I went and pursued my, my graduate degree at um, College Park, which I loved. Oh, good. Yeah, so very kind of winding road. It was a little over here, a little over there. And four children. Yes, I have four children. And had you always wanted to write a book? Yes, yes. I was one of those people who, when I got into a book or a movie or whatever, I would imagine myself in that world. Like, I would make a new little character that was me and how I got to interact <laughs> the in tag that along. world. Exactly. I'm like, but if there was a sidekick, you know, and I would, I would insert myself into the stories. Okay, um, but I can't imagine what an undertaking it is, and I, I guess an unintended a beautiful consequence of what your daughter went through, and we'll ask you about that in a minute, is that you did have the time and the reflection uh, to do it. You're correct. Mm -hmm. You're correct. And I had written some short stories before this, and it was just difficult. The whole publishing business, there's a lot of rejections. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of set that aside until this happened. So you're right. It was It was definitely several factors coming together. So the circumstances, your daughter, and by the way, she's doing wonderfully now. Yes, she is. She's yes, she a is. twin. Uh, how old? She's 11 and a half. 11 and a half. I remember when you used, used to say the halves. Yes. I'm not X and a half anymore. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now so, we say I'm around 50-ish. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, so she became ill. She uh, Leukemia. Yes. And she went through her treatment at, at Hopkins. Yes. So which she is was, a, a team of miracle workers. Yes. Um, she was diagnosed at two and a half, and it was, it was so sudden mm -hmm. because we went from everything was fine mm -hmm. to she was a little tired, mm -hmm. and then she had some strange bruises, and then, bam, she was my, my husband, actually, I was not, I didn't realize what was happening, mm -hmm. but my husband, I think he just, yeah. he did. So he's like, she needs to go to the pediatrician now. Mm -hmm. And the pediatrician said, okay, she needs to go to Upper Chesapeake now. Oh my gosh. And then Upper Chesapeake said, yeah, she needs to go to Hopkins now. And this was all happening while I was home with the other three children. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got down to Hopkins, and by the time I drove down there, they already had a diagnosis. Oh, my goodness. They already knew it was leukemia. They already knew what type of leukemia it was, and they already knew that she was not going home. So, yeah. Um, I stayed down there with her, and I think, I think the first time it was 31 days that mm -hmm. we just stayed and she's two. So and she was two and a half. To, she had know? never been separated from her yeah. twin. Mm -hmm. Like they slept in, you know. Oh, my. Yeah, not mm -hmm. only in the same bedroom, but they had, you know, cribs right next to each other sure. where they would like touch each other and throughout the night or whatever. Did she name her IV? Did they, they, they do that? Because my niece, Mackenzie, um, had a, walked around for eight months with an IV and they had, to, they all their friends had a contest to name her IV. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> We just somehow started calling it Mr. Pole. You know, Mr. Poley. Don't forget Mr. Poley. Because, you know, she's connected. So you literally have to, like, bring mm -hmm. that along or it pulls the needle out. Right. And, oh um, yeah, so don't forget Mr. Poley. 
And sometimes she would stand on the legs and you could push her oh on gosh. Mr. Poley down to wherever she needed to go. Right. Oh, my God. My daughter, uh, my niece was Mackenzie. They named her, they, her nickname was Max, so naturally her IV was Cheese. Oh, <laughs> Mac and Cheese. That's a good one. So hmm. talk about that for a second. I mean, you're looking at this little girl that's part of you. They say when you have a child, you, your heart walks around outside of your body for the rest <clears throat> of your life. Um, and you were, you were basically living down there yes. with her. Okay. And, um, you know, I cannot say enough good things about the pediatric oncology ward at Johns Hopkins. Um, they have murals on the walls. They have a playroom. They have the most amazing staff. And so when you go there, it, you're just welcomed in and, they say one of the best things about um, children having cancer is that they don't think about it all mm -hmm, the time. Mm -hmm. They're able to read books and do art in the playroom and do other things, whereas mm -hmm. for the parents right. and for adults, we can't stop right. thinking about it. So they have this beautiful environment set up, but even so, you know, and, and sometimes I ask my daughter if she remembers, and mm -hmm. she remembers bits and pieces, but not really. But for me, I remember. Oh, my gosh. That's true. She wouldn't really remember at that age. And um, and it was hard because it was just all this emotion oh, and this sure. loneliness. And after she would go to sleep at night, it was like me just pacing this room because I didn't want to leave. Mm -hmm. um, and it it was it was scary. Mm -hmm. It was hard. And I imagine you, how many times did you have to run out of the room because you don't want her to see you upset? Um, I would. They they have a, a bathroom in the room. So just be like, Mom just needs to go to the bathroom for a minute. And you just close the door. Have your meltdown. Pull yourself together. Yep. I cannot even imagine. Out. I can't, can't either. Um, but while I was with her, there was a problem back home. And that was that my son was in first grade. He was at Forest Hill Elementary. And I didn't realize because I was worried about the twin sister who was two and a half. Mm -hmm. I was worried about my older daughter. Mm -hmm. He was doing fine, so I didn't worry about him. And what happened is that, you know, in first grade, you, like, draw a picture and then you stretch spell? Mm-hmm. Um, so he wrote, I wish I had leukemia so my mom would spend time with me. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So the teacher called me, which mm -hmm. she should have done. Like, that was 100% sure. the right sure. thing to do. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it came out that he was upset. I wasn't there for the first day of his school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there for the first day of his soccer practice. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there, and I had mm -hmm. never been missing before. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I said to him is, what if I tell you a story that's, that's about you and me? And that's why in my book, the protagonist is a son, mm -hmm. and it's someone who's 11 years old. <clears throat> I was writing for my son so that he wouldn't feel so alone while I was gone. And so every time we talked, I would tell a little bit more about the story. Wow. Yeah. That is inspiration, pure and simple. Um, and so and see, he was six and your daughter was nine? So, Ish. yes, that's good. You're good at math, yes. I had to think <laughs> about that for a minute, but you already have I Because you said he's a, he's a, he, uh, 
Sherry is a rookie driver. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. And I, a thing on her car, and I said, I don't, people just assume I am. I don't need that. But she said it was for her son, so. I feel like many people are nicer to me when I'm driving around with that anyway. <laughs> Not the people we talk about in the carping section. So you began this, and uh, um, before I'd like you to tell us about the plot, but before that, uh, you're writing it for yourself. You're writing it for your daughter. You're writing it for your son. Um, uh, you naturally, you said you wanted to be the prot protagonist, but I assume you were, you were also projecting that onto your son and to your daughter and your family and the other kids in in at the hospital. So tell us about the plot and how it came to you. Sure. Um, so this was back in, uh, 2011 and 2012. And remember everyone was talking about, it's the end of the Mayan long count. It's the end of the world on yes. December 21st. Yes. yes. It's all going to be over. Yes, I do remember that. Um, and so I'm like, well, what would happen if you were in a hospital with a child with cancer and the world ends? Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of my starting point. And, um, a lot of people have had trouble classifying Walking Through Fire as to whether it's dystopian yes. or whether it's contemporary fantasy or dark fantasy. And that's because, I, I mean, I told you how the story came about. Right. I just wrote it the way I wanted to. You didn't to. write it to fit into a Right. Genre. I was writing this for myself yeah. and my family and right. my son. Um, but that's why it starts with, you know, kind of this big explosion and we get to start over and this mm -hmm. idea that, you know, it's going to be hard, but... The promise is that we can make a better world. Mm -hmm. So, um, had you found you? So you had never attempted a book, just short stories. Correct. So, did you find yourself looking forward to the next session of writing? And how? I always am amazed at how folks organize four hundred page books. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just can't even imagine. But I mean, did you look forward to it? Yeah, so let me acknowledge that this went through many revisions <laughs> with my agent and then with the publisher. So the way I wrote, which was just for fun at that time, is kind of in episodes. So it would be like um, something that happened in real life. Um, for example, we were, we were down near Ocean City and they have those um, hermit, no, not hermit crabs, the... Um, Horseshoe crabs? Yes, the giant yes. Crabs. And so it was like, how can we turn this into fantasy? How okay. can we turn this into an adventure? Mm -hmm. And so um, there's a part of the book where um, there are zombie horseshoe crabs. Oh, my gosh. But that's where it came from. And I had someone read the book, and she was like, you know, I was just down near Ocean City, and it made me think of your book. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, that's excellent that uh, it's in front of the mind, in front of her mind. <clears throat> so... We're talking about Walking Through Fire by a Sherry Cook Woosley. Not Woolsey, Woosley. Don't say that because now it's going to be in my head. Well, <laughs> you're not responsible for I'm what's in be, my head. I'm I know. I'm going to listen to Lazy Shark uh, or whatever it is <laughs> after this, and I'll be oh, okay, like the old we'll Seinfeld episode, Master of the we'll House. <laughs> so, what's the best way for folks to get the book? So, here in Hartford County, Capricos Books which is behind the armory. Mm -hmm. um, in the marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So she has signed copies. 
Okay. Um, Barnes and Noble here in Bel Air. Signed by who? <laughs> 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 um, and for those who who aren't local, of course, Amazon and other booksellers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And read it and write a write a review. Yes, please. And um, you are signing tomorrow or today at Barnes and Noble. It's not today by the look on her face. Not that oh. I knew about. Oh, okay. I might have, I think some electrons got crossed. <laughs> um, but I will be at the Comic-Con yes. next Saturday, and I'll be signing there. And that is next Saturday. Yes, it is, the 28th at the Bel Air Library. At the Bel Air Library. All day. Starting at 10 o'clock <clears throat> and going to 5 p.m. P.m. Jumbo-sized family games, green screen photos, virtual reality, preschool crafts, video and board games, Magic the Gathering, fandom, sca- fandom scavenger hunt, and tons of sessions. Yes. And including Sherry talking about her book, um, uh, Walking Through Fire. Um, should we give Leslie a little quiz on the... Um, and Sherry is from at from eleven a.m. till noon. If you want to make sure you're there for her bit, yeah, okay. I'm super excited. I'm talking mm-hmm. about sense of place because, of course, my book takes place in Baltimore, and parts mm-hmm. of it take place in Harper's Ferry. And so I, I was very excited to have a fantasy novel that's not set in some of the more traditional sure. places. I'm I'm bringing it to Baltimore. Go. So and let me some of the characters. We have Dido. We have Caesar and Saki. Are you Dido? Yes. Yes. Yes, I Cat is out of the bag. You got me. A white female wolf wolf who keeps Caesar in the friend zone. (laughs) She's elegant, maternal, and protective. With the right person, she's not above snuggling. (laughs) That is you. Highly intelligent, but discerning about who she'll love. She's loyal to a fault and give everything for her special one. Um, I can't imagine going through this process. What was your favorite, was your favorite part starting it? Or were you sad when you finished? Did you feel like you lost a friend? No, because I know what happens in the next two books. Mm -hmm. So I didn't lose any friends. Are you on work? You at work on that? I'm working. I'm working on the second book right now. And I have an outline for, uh, for what's going to happen in the next two books. So I'm super excited. Um, Are you having trouble getting started? Well, I I am working in fits and pieces because now, just having been through the process of writing and publishing a book, Mm -hmm. I have more of those uh, kind of business-like forms in my head of what genre is this going to be, who's the target audience, how will you promote Mm -hmm. this, um, that I I was free from Mm -hmm. in the first book. Mm -hmm. And a two-headed moose. Yes. Why not? Yes. Gemini. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you a Gemini? I am not. Oh. My husband is. your is, husband though. a Gemini? <laughs> my daughter, my oldest daughter is. Okay. <laughs> and zombie horseshoe crabs and sack, Saki, a yes, penguin turtle. A penguin turtle. She's adorable. And, um, you know, just imagine a turtle shell with a penguin head and, and, and little penguin, penguin feet. feet. Accused part of a penguin is its feet. But aren't we all two-headed mooses, though? <laughs> he has 
his other side. That other head growing on his shoulder. Yes. Like literally a devil on the shoulder. Don't do it. Fight him. Fight them. But Caesar also will attack uh, if to keep you safe. Oh, Caesar is, is much more stern. He's, okay. he's not a humorous wolf. He's not into being cuddled. No. <laughs> okay. But will consent to sit beside you when and if he chooses. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he has perfect posture. Yes. <laughs> yes. You could put a book on his head. Okay. And people say this about me all the time. It's not his fault that he's so damn handsome. <laughs> she stole that right out of your uh, basket, Bob. So any parent will identify readily with Rachel's dilemmas, weaknesses, and strengths. Woosley draws us into a world, into the world of a parent of a gravely ill child as seamlessly as she draws us into a world of manipulative, powerful, jealous gods and magic. Inventive expansive and moving the perfect blend of post post apocalyptic and mythical fantasy a well-plotted urban fantasy filled with harrowing battles all sorts of monsters and ancient sumerian gods but of all those elements are enhanced because the stakes are grounded and relatable rachel and adam protecting each other and family complicated and messy oh so Fantastic. Great so purpose. Chance, who we started the show with, was <laughs> is you're a lucky man, Chance, and your mom's a lucky mom. Well, yeah, yeah because my kids are definitely giving me material. So Oh, she so has some <laughs> um, assistance. <laughs> you know, we we have this battle between the Sumerian gods and the ancient Babylonian gods, but at the same time it's also in in this book, Walking Through Fire, it's how do we survive this? How do we figure this out? Mm -hmm. And in the next book, it's more like when your child gets older, how do you back off a little? How do you let them start making decisions, especially when the world has become more dangerous? Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely getting material from oh, my own I kids you are. in terms of you know the, the decisions that all parents have to make. Right. Um, and also... Since you're walking through fire, fire gives light. All the lamps and electric lights in the house can be turned off. That's true, Bob. You just took the kids off the hook for that earlier conversation. Kids, it's 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 9:45. You don't need a light in that room. It's sunny out. There's win That's right. There's windows in That's the Woosley right. house. We we do have windows. We open do. the shades. Open the open the curtains. Let the light in. So, and okay, also you're going to be at um, Comic-Con at Cap Capclave, yes, which is a literary October. convention, October 18th to 20th in Rockville. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm very excited about Capclave. They, they focus more on short fiction. Okay. Um, so that's kind of a, a chance to talk about the difference between short stories and novels mm -hmm. and... And how you you deal with that? So I'm very excited. I don't have my specific programming yet, but I should get it soon. Oh, good. And um, you'll also be at the Baltimore Book Festival, mm -hmm. November first and November third. Yes, and sandwiched right between there, I'm going to be here in Bel Air at the um, Artists and Authors Sale at the Armory. Oh, excellent! Wow. That is November that's 2nd. always a great one. We were there last year. You have year. a busy fall. I, you know what? Fall's my favorite season. It's I love too. it. I was reading your 
And it's like, yeah, and like being outside oh, and walking around. Yep, it's my favorite. More than summer, more than spring, more than winter. And well, and while we have you here, let's uh, let's also um, have our folks do some learning from something that you went through. June third, remember the date? June. 3rd. Was that last year? That was, so was that when I went out to Taos? No, the horse. Oh, that was this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had a nasty. I did so. Spill from um, the horse that you your daughters had to ex- tell you what happened. Yes. That's yes. So we love animals. Mm -hmm. And um, so our dog is a foster fail. We have um, a retired brood bunny at our house. Oh, my God. And we have an off-the-track thoroughbred mare. And um, one of the reasons we got her was for my my older daughter, who's a much better rider than I am. Um, But I do enjoy riding. Mm -hmm. And I've ridden our horse before. And for some reason on this day... Mm -hmm. We're not exactly sure what happened. Somehow between when I was on the mounting block getting on her and about 10 feet away, something happened and I went flying. I do not remember. The last image I have in my head was my leg swinging over. It's just completely gone. Isn't that crazy how the mind works? Um, My helmet, we -hmm. actually had to throw it away after. So thank God I was wearing a helmet. Lesson to all. And... Um, the riding ring is down low, and my twins were standing right there watching. So they, of course, freaked out, which they told me later. I, I have no memory of any of this. And my horse went running up the hill into the barn, where luckily someone had just finished, Anne had just finished riding, so she was there. She saw my horse come running up still, you know, right. with, with all the bridle and saddle on, and was like, that's not Right. Right. And she came down and found me unconscious. Oh, my gosh. So, called the ambulance, went to the hospital, and, um, Mm. yeah, it was my first concussion. I know a lot of horse riders Mm -hmm. have had concussions before, but for Mm -hmm. me, it was my first. And um, it it was a lot. It was... The first six weeks after the concussion, I I guess the part of my brain that was affected was my emotions, Mm -hmm. because... It's like I couldn't control my emotions. Oh my if I was reading something and it was the littlest bit sad, like I would just burst into tears. And so it was very disconcerting to be kind of not able to control my... Right. There was no poker face. Okay? Right. For right. six weeks I had right. zero poker face. Um, but uh, I was able to, you know, gradually recover. And I have ridden before and have had wonderful rides. So... We don't really know what happened. Isn't that bizarre? Um, Something spooked the horse. But, you know, I was definitely, I, I had to work with a trainer the first couple times because I was too scared. Oh, my goodness. To get sure. back on. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just life. Life is random. Like, mm-hmm. you think you think you know what's going to happen and right. then just, Wah. Is there a book in this story somewhere? <laughs> you know, An episode. I, I, to write a book about horses. I haven't figured it out, but I just love everything that happens here in Maryland with mm-hmm. um, Assateague and Sheikatig. Uh-huh. And, um, and in mythology, I love the idea of Selkies, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I love the idea of Kelpies, which are the seahorses. So I don't know. We got uh, something may come together. up with Kathy Schmidt at Chesapeake Therapeutic Ride. I know, who was our guest last week. Oh, yeah, okay. we she talked about a, horses a last week. stables and a, a herd of about 12, and they mm-hmm. did uh, hippotherapy and equine therapy yeah. and 
just companionship for folks with uh, learning disabilities. And, yes. Dementia, um, and she comes to the library and does programming. Oh, that's <clears> amazing. Mm -hmm. So you've actually, this is, you view this and you've in attempt to help others, which evidently you can't stop yourself from doing. <laughs> into a metaphor for folks who have had other some other during event whether it's a loss or an emotional obstacle and um uh the first thing you say about this is feel the hurt don't ignore it i think so often we just we don't want to experience it we don't want to feel it we mm -hmm. want to maybe have a drink maybe eat some ice cream we want to do something to ignore that pain mm -hmm. but we have to sit with it we have to feel it there's no what you have to go through it mm -hmm. which is a lot about walking through fire mm -hmm. like you have to put one foot in front of the other mm -hmm. and you have to go through it and the sun came up the next day i was a little mad i was a little angry that the sun came up uh -huh. after i got thrown from my horse because, doesn't the sun understand uh, like my world right is, right um but that's, your kids still that's wanted to eat breakfast. Yeah. Your dogs still wanted to be walked. Can you believe that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't they understand what I've been through? <laughs> but at the, at the same time, you realize that was a blessing. It was. It was. The, everything that, just moves on. The mm -hmm. spooked noche still was given grain and turned out into the field. Yeah. Get away, you say. <laughs> Is your next thing? That was. That's for the next step, and it doesn't. Ha for me, I was very lucky in that we already had a trip set up to Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. But for me, that's also the metaphor, right? If you, if there's a situation that has hurt you very badly, getting away can mean whatever you need it to mean. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, and Allow I, help. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut go, you go off. Ahead. Allow help. Again, I think so many of us, to be vulnerable enough to ask for help, mm -hmm. That's hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard because we want to just, we want to just have put our game face on and do our routine mm -hmm. and act like we're, you know, act like we've got it all under control because we're afraid that if we don't, then people are going to be like, oh, well, she's not ready for the promotion or she's not ready for this or, she, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, especially I think as a woman, <clears throat> I was just gonna say. it's hard yeah. to like, to admit to other people, mm -hmm. I need help. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I Give heard. yourself time. The obstacle changed your five-year plan. It changed the way you saw yourself. You need time for your dream to shift and change. And you need to remember why you wanted it in the first place. Or examine. Mm -hmm. True. And then the spiritual part. Tell us about the spiritual part. Um, so for me, I'm a Christian. And what I, the way I kind of see it, and I think what comes across in my writing, is that you have to be vulnerable to realize kind of what's going on. It has to make you grateful to the higher being, whatever you call that. Mm -hmm. um, and it has to, you have to be open and real. And so because we're so used to kind of putting on a mask and going through life, we think we're in control and we don't realize how much we are not in control. <laughs> so it's till we're really not in till control. We're really not in control. <laughs> And, you know, whether yep. it's finding out my daughter had, had leukemia, mm -hmm. which completely out of control. Right. 
um, whether it's waiting for that book deal, completely out of control, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, being in a hospital, finding out whether you have brain damage, mm -hmm. completely out of control. And yet, that's also that, that time when you're, like, most ready to acknowledge that there are other things going on in this world mm -hmm. than your to-do list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sherry Cook Woosley, not Woolsey. Woolsey. Walking Through Fire. Um, it's available uh, on Amazon. You can go get a signed copy uh, in town, right behind um, the Armory. And uh, coming up at Comic Con a week from tomorrow, that's September 21st. 20th. 28th. Tomorrow's the 21st. Oh my God, I lost the week. <laughs> And then he's looking at me, and I'm like, well, maybe it's not. Again, with the half years, I, I don't need the half years, because things go a year at a time. And so, and go to Comic-Con September 28th, a week from tomorrow, which is tomorrow is the 21st. And um, check it all out, and uh, just great stuff. And Sherry, we can't thank you enough. And thank you for from everyone. Uh uh, who, frankly, this is not only um, something that helped you and your family heal, but obviously uh, it's something that has been a true a service just from reading the reviews to help a lot of folks put things in perspective and what you're doing with your blog and everything like that. It's a beautiful thing that you do. Thank you. Thank you. And we have about five minutes left. Wow. We'll have some fun. At, we will. And first fun we'll have is hearing what's going on at the library, which is usually about 100 things. It is, and we do have a lot going on. Um, starting with Comic-Con, next Saturday, it is free and open to the public. It's from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Bel Air Library. We have a really dedicated, wonderful team that's been working on this. I know, Sherry, you've been working with... Um, some of our uh, librarians for this, they are so excited. Everyone's dressing up. We have um, some costume contests. We have trivia. We have, um, you know, Sherry's going to be there from 11 till noon. Oh, yeah, my kids will be there. We're oh, gonna, good. Oh, yeah, good, we're good, looking good. forward to it. Good, good, good. Dungeons and Dragons. We're doing crafts. There's going to be something for every age group. So, Definitely stop by. If you need more information, we do have a schedule of events posted at hcplonline.org, so be sure and check that out. Um, and in the week leading up to Comic-Con, we also have some fun things. Um, starting tomorrow, September 21st, Bob. Tomorrow, September 21st. <laughs> He's checking his calendar, I know. But um, he knew the movie Bullet, so, you yeah. know, I know. I remember I know. all that stuff. I know. Um, at our Jarrettsville library from 2 to 3 p.m., we're doing apple printing t-shirts. So that's where you cut an apple in half um, and put paint on it, and you oh, create so your very cool. own t-shirt. You can bring fabric. You can bring really whatever you want to do, but the kids love to do the t-shirts. So um, bring t-shirts or anything else you want to print on, and all other materials are provided. Uh, registration is required, so go to, again to hcplonline.org, click on our events calendar, and um, you'll find all the information. And then as part of Choose Civility Hartford County on Monday, September 23rd, at our Bel Air Library from 5 to 8, 
we have a fun little program called Sew for Someone. And that is an opportunity for you to craft or sew a project for veterans, the elderly, an adoptable pet. We have lots of ideas. We'll have it for you. We'll have um, materials there for you. And then we'll gather everything, our librarians, and they'll deliver them to the appropriate um, organizations around Hartford awesome. County. It's a really, really popular event. And it's supported by our wonderful Bel Air friends, uh, which, you know, our friends groups are just amazing and they raise money to help us with programs and things like that. So this is one of the uh, wonderful things that we do um, and it's just a really popular event. So again, that is Monday, uh, September 23rd from 5 to 8 p.m. So you have three hours. You can drop in um, and do some fun things. Amazing. Yeah. I have one more. I have one more because this one's a little, little interesting for me. It's Tuesday, September 24th at our Norrisville Library, which is way up in North Hartford County, and they are doing a beneficial bats in your belfry. So it's all about bats. Um, Carrie Wixt from the Maryland Department of Natural Resources, Wildlife, and Heritage Services will help everyone learn about the amazing qualities of bats, how to identify some species, ways to attract them to your yard if you want to do so, because they are really beneficial. For, um, how so? They eat flies or something? Mosquitoes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mosquitoes. Yeah. Um, so is it a myth about the hair? You know, my husband's bald, and he hates bats, so every time, like, he's not afraid of anything, but he hates bats. So he always covers his head, and I'm like, <laughs> I think you're okay, hon. And there's I love no, bald men. There's, so there's no stuff. bait on that hook, honey. I know. <laughs> but he's like, I just know they're going to come and get me. I guess I need to go to that because we put a bat house up. Okay. But we put it on the wrong side. Apparently there's... I think there is a science to where you put yeah, your bat house. Yeah, so I need to go to that. Um, you need bats in your belfry. We need and, bats to eat our mosquitoes. <laughs> and if weather get is... Get rid of... Do uh, you have any old tires with water in them? That's where. That's the worst place for them. I. You know what? We don't. We have a tree with big, broad leaves, and apparently they're attracted. Oh. I didn't know. I did not know. Who would have known? Who would have thought? Well, there's going to be bats, bats in novel number three. Yes. Yes. Bats and horses. <laughs> But not combined. <laughs> Your work is done. Aren't you so glad you came on the show today? So that's just Fantastic. a smidgen of what we have going on. HCPLonline.org. Okay. We're going to end with a few tweets. Oh, Some good. of them geared to to Sherry and Leslie. Oh, I don't um, know if that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It is. It'll uh, be sweet to I, you. Made me, I thought of this one with the... Uh, Sherry uh, is a yoga instructor. Um, so we just do tweets from normal people. So this is a woman writing, Me, nice jacket. Do you ride? Him, no. Me, so you're a liar. He pauses for a minute and says, Nice yoga pants. <laughs> Me, jacket looks really good on you. <laughs> <laughs> And the librarian, can I check you out? Me, sure, spins around. Librarian, I meant your book. Me, oh yeah, that makes, makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, the craziest things happen in libraries, so that is not far off the mark. Um, and I guess this one for me, stuntman on TV. 
Don't try this at home. Me sitting on the couch eating a five-pound bag of M&M's. Okay. <laughs> the most important thing I've learned in life, and I cannot stress this enough, is you've got to make your salad in a bigger bowl than you think. That is 100% true. And if you drive past horses and don't say, oh, horses, you're a psychopath. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. I sat on my bed in a towel for 45 minutes staring at the wall. Oh, my gosh. And this is from our friend. She's does she's hilarious. Uh, in some personal news, I am thrilled to announce that I'm tired all day, no matter how much sleep I get. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, don't judge a book by its cover. People who make book covers for a living. Wait, what? <laughs> Speaking of, I love your book cover, and you Thank won an award you. for that, didn't you? Yeah, the Quillery. Good segue, Bob. It is. Yeah, so we've got the Baltimore, you, you know, do. right there, Russell Street, and then yep. we've got the Dragon and the Flames. And I noticed it's big print, but 375 pages. Okay, I'm going to read that. I'm going to, uh, I can go, I'm going to go get a signed copy at the uh, Marketplace. Why don't you come to Comic-Con in a costume, Bob? I want the book sooner. Okay. <laughs> I, love I can't argue with that. I know you can't. Uh, one, two more tweets, three more tweets. Uh, this guy was just sitting on the floor of the gym on his phone. He looks up at me and goes, my girlfriend has my location shared, and I promised her I was going to go to the gym more, so now I just sit here and watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's creative use of your time. <laughs> and last, last, there's two more. Don't worry, I'll hold your stuff. You just worry about making friends. My cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and boss, the boss hand, hands me a gun. You know what to do, he said. I nod. Outside, I frantically Google. Boss, gun, why? How to kill? Is killing okay? Regifting gun, okay? Because <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Know what to do. We count on Google. We okay. do. Well, guys, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming on the show, Sherry. Oh, and we'll see you pleasure. next week. Good, 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 good. We'll have you on for your second one, so get writing. Amen. We're happy to coach in kibitz. We will. Kibitz, kibitz, whatever. Oh.